0: Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. Hey y'all, welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast where Christ and Culture connects. I pray that you guys are having a wonderful Friday morning. So as some of you guys know, if you follow me on Instagram at the Christian Bay underscore, every Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, I go on IG Live for Faith Friday and I share the word that God has placed on my heart. So today I'm going to insert the audio so that you guys can also hear the word that God placed on my heart. Today we talked about From broken to blessed, how God wants to use the burdens and the problems that you have in your life to create a beast within you. We talked about how sometimes we look at our problems through a fleshly human lens instead of looking at our problems through a spiritual lens. And we begin to look at our problems forgetting that if God has allowed me to encounter this problem, I must be the solver. I must be the problem solver in this situation because my father allowed me to come face to face with it. Today, after the word, we decided to sow seeds. And the seeds that we sowed were a broken to bless seed or a break free seed. Seed, if you need to break free from your mindset of always being the victim and break free from the mindset of operating from lack and poverty and never feeling like you're enough, if you need to break free from feeling like God has forgotten about you and He doesn't hear your prayers, if you want to break free from that mindset, break free from viewing life and living life in that perspective, that is the seed that we sowed today. We also sowed the broken to bless seed. So you choose whatever seed fits you best. And the broken to bless seed is just letting God know that, God, I'm going to sow this seed because I trust that you are going to take the broken pieces of me, my broken heart, my broken mindset, my broken trust, my broken finances. You're going to take these broken pieces and you're going to turn it into a blessing when I surrender it to you. If you would like to sow a seed, you can sow a seed at my PayPal, which is Polished 144 at gmail.com. It will be in the description box of this episode, or you can sow the seed to my cash app, which is dollar sign the Christian Bay. Let's get into the episode. Father God, first and foremost, we want to thank you for waking us up and blessing us with another day. Father God, I pray that you cover each and every person on this live. Father God, I pray that you allow them to experience an encounter with you. Father God, I pray that this word touches them in their broken places, and I pray that it ignites a new faith within them. Father God, I pray that it deposits a seed of hope and reminds them that you're still in the blessing business in spite of what may be currently happening in their life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Good morning. Good morning. All right, y'all. So today, as you can see from the side, it, we're talking about from broken to blessed. I put blesses, but it's supposed to say bless. And we're going to be coming from the book of Matthew, chapter 14. And we're going to start at verses 13 through 21. So in this story, what it's talking about is when Jesus feeds the five thousands. And it's a very popular story. Um, if you're familiar with it or if you're you know, used to attending church, they talk about it a lot. So I'm just going to, y'all already know how I do. So I'm just going to read it really quickly and then we'll get into the revelation that God has shown me. So the story says, as soon as Jesus heard the news, he left in a boat to a remote area to be alone. But the crowds heard where he was headed and followed on foot from many towns. Jesus saw the huge crowd as he stepped from the boat. and He had compassion on them and healed their sick. That evening, the disciples came to him and said, This is a remote place, and it's already getting late. Send the crowds away so they can go to the villages and buy food for themselves. But Jesus said, That isn't necessary. You feed them. But we have only five loaves of bread and two fish, they answered. Bring them here, he said. Then he told the people to sit down on the grass. Jesus took the five loaves and two fish, looked up toward heaven, and blessed them. Then breaking the loaves into pieces, he gave the bread to the disciples who distributed it to the people. They all ate as much as they wanted. And afterward, the disciples picked up 12 baskets of leftovers. About 5,000 men were fed that day, in addition to all the women and children. So when I was reading that, when I began to read this, the word that God placed on my heart was from broken to blessed. And the first thing that stood out to me was that the disciples tried to send the problem away. And what God dropped in my spirit was that that's what we do sometimes in our lives. We encounter problems. So the problem that the disciples had was that they only had this much food, but they had a whole bunch of people to feed. So instead of thinking about what they could do, or instead of just trying to feed who they could feed, their first thought was, let's just send the problem away. So what God dropped in my spirit and what he wanted me to share with you guys was that on verse 6 verse 16 he says that isn't necessary you feed them and God said to me this morning that his children we sometimes we ask him to send the problem away without realizing that he created us to be the problem solver so Jesus knew that all those people were going to be there. Before they were even there, Jesus already knew how much food they had when he told them, you feed them. And that's what happens sometimes in life. We experience different trials and tribulations. We experience different problems. And we tell God, okay, you just, just take this problem away. Just move this problem. And then when God doesn't move it, it's like, but God, you don't see that I only have two loaves of bread. You don't see that I only have five fish. But Jesus knew how much food in the first place they had before he even told them, you feed them. So the first thing that God wanted me to share with you guys is that sometimes the problems that we try to pray away or we ask God to remove us out of, God has called us and he created us to be the problem solver to that thing. He already knew we were going to have the problem before we even knew it was coming. So. God said to me, my children try to tell me what problems to send away as if I already as if I didn't already tell them that their steps are ordered, even the steps that are unplanned. So the problems that you face and the trials and tribulations that you face and you feel like is a surprise to God. God is like, did you forget that I ordered your stuff? Did you forget that I said I knew you when you were in your mother's womb? So if I knew you, I knew the things about you. And I also know what problems you can solve even when you don't know it. So when you're living according to God's plans each day, you have to teach yourself how to trust his heart instead of trusting his hand. Because what we think is that God is like this genie in a bottle. And God, when I tell you to move me out of this problem, I want you to use your hand and physically pick me up out of this problem and place me in a more comfortable situation. And God is saying, you can't control my hand, but you can control your thoughts. And I want you to train your thoughts to trust my heart. Because being that I'm your father, being that I care about, you being that I love you. You should know that I'm never going to allow my hand to place you in a situation that you can't handle. If I place you in that situation, it's because I know that you're the problem solver to that problem. So the disciples told Jesus, send them away. Oftentimes we want God's hand to remove us out of our problems and he doesn't because his heart knows that we are the problem solver. So when we go back to verse 16, Jesus said that isn't necessary. You feed them. And when you read verse 16 in the contemporary English version, Jesus said, why don't you give them something to eat? And when I was reading it in the contemporary English version, I realized that this is how God speaks to us when he's revealing a promise to us. A lot of times God has us in situations and he begins to speak in a way that does not align with the situation that we're in. How are you going to tell me to feed 5,000 people when you know I only have two loaves of bread? How, how, How am I going to do that? How are you going to tell me to start a business when you know I'm in debt? How? are you going to tell me to go away to college when you know I don't even know if I'm going to get financial aid? How are you going to tell me to do this thing when you know that what I physically see in front of me is not enough to, to succeed in whatever it is that you're telling me that you want me to do? But the difference between us is that God speaks abundance in situations that reflect lack. So we speak according to what we currently see in front of us and God speaks up above our situation. So God would say things like, why don't you start the business? And we would be like, what money? In this book, God said, why don't you feed them? And they were like, what food? And God will also say things like, why don't you pay for her order? If you're out in the store somewhere or if you're, you know, at the mall or if you're in line or if you know somebody that's struggling, God, a place on your heart. Why don't you pay her bill? Why don't you pay this tap for her? And to us, it's like, well, what money? I barely have enough to pay for myself. I barely have enough with what I'm doing. You want me to feed this person, but I barely have enough for me. But what you have to understand is God speaks up. He's not looking down at our current situation. He's speaking up. He knows what we can do before we even realize what we can do. So the difference between God between God and us is God speaks up. God speaks above our situation. And God said this morning that if you begin to act according to what I say... If you begin to act according to what I say, I'll show you how the blessing is released in the breaking. It's the moment that you begin to operate in that broken part of your life that you are able to receive the blessing from God. Verse 18, Jesus literally said, bring them here. He said, then he told the people to sit down on the grass. Jesus took the five loaves and two fish, looked up toward heaven and blessed them. Then breaking the loaves into pieces, he gave the bread to the disciples who distributed it to the people. If you read this story with a human perspective, you will just see it as... Jesus is breaking the bread and he's just and he's just passing out to the people to eat him. But what really was happening was that the limitations that they had put on Jesus, that's what was being broken. It was way deeper than just him breaking the bread. He was breaking their doubt. He was breaking their lack or their poverty mindset. He was breaking the box that they had put him in. They did not think that they had enough and that was their mindset because in actuality they had more than enough. If you go to verse 20, it literally says that they were able to take away 12 baskets of leftovers so it wasn't just the bread that was being broken Jesus had to break their mindset he had to break their physical vision because that's what happens to us a lot of times we look at situations with our physical and our human eye and our flesh eye and then we respond back to a big spiritual god and tell him well I can't do this because based on what I see here in the physical I don't have enough so when it says that Jesus broke the bread and began to feed the 5,000, it wasn't just about him breaking the bread, it was about him breaking their vision. I don't need you to look at situations according to the physical eye, I need you to look at situations in the spiritual eye. He was breaking their mindset, he was breaking their box, he was breaking their limitations, he was breaking their perspective of him and what he can do in the midst of breaking the bread. So the bread and so many times it symbolizes just food when actuality that bread can symbolize us and how God has to place us in certain situations to break us and help us to see that the way you view things isn't the way that I view things. What you think you can do or what you have is way less than what I can really do. I can feed 5,000 with just your two loaves. I can feed 5,000 with just your five fish. But if you look at it from your perspective, if you speak to it from your level, you're never going to have the abundance that I promised you. You're never going to be able to walk into the prosperity that God has planned for your life if you always operate out of the flesh, if you always operate out of what you can speak or what you can see now. That's why I started off saying God speaks above the situation. So it was because he was speaking above the situation that he was able to operate above the situation. If they would have just stayed with their mindset of five fish and two, nobody would have ever been fed. That was enough food just for them. If we just stay according, if we just act according to the money that we have today, there will never be billion dollar businesses. If we just act according to what we feel like we have the strength to do, we will never fully walk into destiny because the way that we do things is in the flesh and that's always smaller. So God has to break our perspective. He has to break our mindset. He has to break our way of viewing our trials and tribulations in life. He has to break the way that we look at our current problems to show us that you can go from broken to blessed if you allow me to show you how to operate in this broken place of your life. You cannot look at it from your perspective. You cannot look at it based on your eye. You have to come to me because I am your father. I sit high and I look low. So what you can't see, I can see. I can see that small part of you that you think is isn't a big deal and I can show you how I can take that small part and I can reach nations but you have to come to me and when you come to me I take what's broken and I bless it so um as we continue to read that's what I wrote down that's what God wants us to practice today operating in the broken places of our lives so that we can receive his blessings so if we think about it, if we think about broken places in our lives or if we, we tie this story to our everyday situation, if you think about somebody that's dealing with a heartbreak right now, your heart is only broken because you fear love. You fear letting your guard down and being vulnerable, but the blessing is in the breaking. So the minute that you break free from your past, you'll see a blessing. The minute that you break free from your ex you'll see a blessing because it's not just about where you currently are. God wants to break. Like after he fed those 5,000 people, the disciples, I know their whole mindset was changed. I know it because I would have been like, "Nah, this is crazy. This man really fed these people with this little bit of food. So it's God wants to break our mindset today. God wants to break the way we're looking at certain situations. God wants to break the places in our heart that we feel like, yeah, this is it. This is this is what the situation is. God can't fix it. This can't be fixed. It's always been like this. I've always experienced this. This has always been the end result for me. This is it. That mindset, that thought process, he wants to break that. That's what he that's why he said, "Bring them here. Sit them down. Then give me the food that you have. You have to surrender it." So, give give me what you have. Surrender what you have. And I'm going to bless it, and then I'm going to break it and show you how I can reach nations with it. So you have to break free from that ex if you want to see your blessing. You have to break free from that stagnant job if you want to see your business be blessed. You have to break free from that toxic relationship that doesn't bring you closer to God if you want to see your love life be blessed. I wanted to leave you guys with this. Stop asking God to take away your problems. Because your broken places, that's the place that God wants to bless you. That's the place where he wants you to bring that issue to him. Bring it to me. And when you bring it to me, I'm going to bless you in that same place that's broken. I created you to be a problem solver. Whatever trial and tribulation you have, you were created to overcome it. That's why you have it. There are certain situations and certain trials and tribulations that it just seems like you cannot get over. I cannot shake this. There's nothing that I can do to defeat this thing. I keep running into this same problem. That's because you're the solver. I created you to solve it, but you're so focused on trying to get out of it, you're so focused on being like the disciples and saying, oh Jesus send them away, they, they gotta go home we, we, uh-uh, ain't no food here the stamps ain't here, I don't have it we don't have it, it can't, it can't happen and when you think from that place, that's literally a mindset, that's you putting your mind in a box They when they said send them away, they had already thought about it, you you know, before you say something you, you scope it out, and they was like five loads, five thousand You know, if one plus one is two, like something's not adding up. They had already figured out that there was not enough to feed these people. And that's what we do with our problems. We look at our problems before we go to God and we just like, God, if five plus five is 10, this problem, (laughs) it ain't looking like I'm a win. Like we figure out the, the answer before we even go to him. And then we take to God our own solution. This is what I think it is, God. So being that this is a solution that I came up with, I need you to take it away. I'm not just bringing a problem to you. I'm bringing what I think is the best solution, and I want you to do what I say. And God is like, from the beginning, I knew the answer. You don't tell me what problem to take away. I know what you can do. You don't know what you can do. You don't know what you're capable of. When I was reading this, it made me think about, like, um, if we think about, like, superheroes, you know, like, in movies and stuff like that. If we think about that, a lot of times before superheroes are able to fully walk in their purpose or walk in all of the powers that they have, they have to go through a training process, right? And in that training process, they have they usually have to fight against other um, superheroes. And in the midst of them fighting against other the superheroes, they usually have a coach that's telling them, all right, press this button and you're going to release a knife out of your hand. All right, press this button and now your uniform is bulletproof. So it's in the midst of the problem that the guardian or the creator reveals to them the sovereign. it's it's when you get in the fire it's when you get in the midst of the trial and triplet it's when you actually going through it that your creator will tell you all right now do this all right you you didn't even know that that button behind you can make you invisible hit that button like it's it, when you really think about it it's you don't know what you're capable of until your back is against the wall and god has to show you you have strength that you didn't even know you was gonna have there's different things that God has placed within you that cannot be t- come, that cannot be taken out until you're in the face of a trial or tribulation, until you're broken, until you're in a problem. But when you're in that problem, when you're in that season that feels like you're being broken, that's really God blessing you and showing you what you're really capable of. So today, if you would like to sow a seed, we're going to sow. I wrote it down for y'all. Let me read the exact words, okay? Oh, I'm sorry. In verse 20, I wanted to end off with saying that they all ate as much as they wanted to, and they had 12 baskets of leftovers. And I wrote down that the abundance only comes when you act according to God's word and God's perspective and not your own. So you have to train yourself not to look at things based on the way that you see it or based on the strength that you think you have. God, you show me how to operate in this situation. You show me what I'm capable of. You show me the strength that I have in me because you created me so you know what you put in me. That's what I want y'all to pray today. That's the mindset that I want y'all to operate in today because you have to trust his heart over trusting his hand. He's not moving that problem for a reason. It's a reason you're still going through it because it's something in you that God is using that problem to produce. So today, if you're sowing a seed, we're going to sow the broken to bless seed. If you have something in your life where you feel like this broke area, you know, you just don't know what to do and you need to release it to God. You need God to bless this area. You need God to show you the blessing that's going to come out of this broken place That's the seed that we're going to sow today or we can sow the break free seed. If you want to break free from your current mindset, break free from the way you view things, break free from thinking that you always have the answer, break free from thinking that you always know how to figure it out and God just needs to do whatever solution you bring to him. That's the seed that we're we're going to sow today. You can either sow the broken to blessed seed or you can sow the break free seed. God, I'm breaking free from my mindset. I'm breaking free from my poverty mindset. I'm breaking free from my lack mindset. I'm breaking free of I'm not enough mindset. I'm breaking free from I'm not strong enough. I'm breaking free from I can't do this. I'm breaking free from that. And I'm freeing my mind to live according to what you say I can do and not what I think I have the strength to do. So I pinned down if you would like to sew the break free seed or the broken to bless seed, and I'm just gonna pray us out. Father God, first and foremost, we want to thank you for each and every person that's on this live, Father God. I pray that this word touched them, Father God, in their broken place, Father God. I pray that this word gave them a new perspective, God. I pray that this word ignites a fire of boldness, Father God. I pray that this word reminds them that you are still in the blessing business, God, that no problem that we have is a surprise to you, Father God, that you sit high and you look low, Father God, and that before we even knew there was a problem, you had the solution, Father God. I pray that every person on this live understands that you created them to be a problem sorry you created them to be a beast that overcomes any burden that overcomes any problem that they encounter father god i pray that you pull that bonus out of them i pray that you give them perspective to see how they're being blessed in spite of their trials and tribulations father god i pray that you give them the spiritual lens to view all situations in their lives through your lens and not just based on their own fleshly eye father god i pray that this word ignites a new level of strength and a new level of spiritual vision we thank you and will for ever. Praise your name. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the live. I pray that this word really encouraged you to not just feel defeated by the areas of your life that seems broken, but understand that God is going to bless you through that thing. Understand that God is producing a beast within you through the broken parts of your life.